Hey friends, welcome to the Confetti Moments Podcast. I'm your host, Courtney Hinshaw. I believe that picture books open the magic for all readers. Today, open your heart and let all the book feels in. It's going to be so much fun. Let's open the magic. Welcome to another episode of Confetti Moments. Today, we are going to be talking about SEL. What does SEL stand for? It stands for Social Emotional Learning. Today, we are going to dive into a section of SEL, and every month, I'm going to do an episode about an SEL component that I feel very passionate about, and I... I guess before I start, I just want to say that if you are listening to this as a parent, if you are listening to this as a teacher, please, please, from the bottom of my heart, take time every day with yourself and with your kids or your students and practice SEL. Now, You might be saying, I don't have time. I have to do this curriculum and this standard and take this child to soccer and this child here. But I want to talk to you about the chocolate chip cookie method. And I'm laughing because I'm thinking of Jess Sims from Peloton. I take the Peloton um, classes. I'm a runner. And she talks about the glazed donut look. And that's like when you're starting to sweat and you're starting to work. Well, I created the chocolate chip cookie method where think about a cookie. So you have your cookie and that's your lesson that you're teaching. You know, maybe when I um, go back in January, so now this is January 10th. So I've been back a week and we are starting our social studies unit all about colonies. And so I'm going to teach that lesson, but within that lesson, I'm going to add the chocolate chips. I'm going to add in, this is how you speak to somebody who answers a question that you either agree with or you disagree with. And we're going to work on this standard of SEL right now. I mean, I don't tell them that, but I will do it in my own head. Okay, I really wanna work on their anxiety and their willingness to get up in front of their classmates and talk. And so I'll kind of be thinking about that throughout the day. And maybe my book for Open the Magic might have to do with SEL, an SEL component, which we'll get to in a minute. So I am a firm believer that SEL needs to be in every classroom, every home, all over the world. And especially after this pandemic we were all have been living in. For those of you who don't know me, I teach fifth grade as well as Ren Ramona recommends. And... I have been, so when the pandemic hit, I was teaching third grade and I actually got this year, I'm teaching fifth grade again. And so I have a lot of those kids that I had in third grade. Well, I actually only have two of my own, but I see them all and I see, you know, how much they've developed, but I've also seen that some of their skills they have lacked or have cut back on because they haven't been around other kids that much. In my district last year, it was the parents were allowed to choose three different um, models. And the first one was what we called IVA. So my district's name and then virtual academy and then 
hybrid, which is what I taught. So my students came two days a week into my classroom and then the other three, they were online. And the last one the parents could pick is that their kids come back, they're in our school every day. Oh, and then when my students were with me at, for hybrid, they would only come from nine to one. And then the other times I would be online with the other kids. So there was a, there was a lot of new, and you have to think about our students were with their parents from May, no, sorry, March 13th, almost to August of this year. And so they learned new ways of doing things. They learned, you know, that, oh, wow, you know, my parents, you know, are this way. My parent, I love this about my parents, but wow, my parents were really stressed. And I saw my mom cry a lot. She didn't know how to deal with this pandemic. Like all of us probably cried a lot. And so kids have a lot of feelings, a lot of feelings. And so when they come to school, for most of them, it's their happy place and they want to be there. And so they haven't been there. And so they're trying to grapple with all those emotions. And also a lot of them have not been in a school setting for months. And so they're behind academically. But I wanna say this now that it is more important to me to build their social emotional capacities because everything else will catch up. It will. We are going to definitely have to fight the good fight and we're going to have to work very hard. And I will tell you this winter break that we just had, I did nothing for two weeks and I needed that. I watched all the Netflix shows. I relaxed. I ran on my Peloton. I read a lot of picture books and I needed that downtime because I've been teaching since 2000 and six. There we go. Couldn't think of that. And this is the hardest year of teaching that I've ever had because I, you know, COVID's still here and I want to be the best teacher, but I have so many kids with so many different levels, socially, academically, my own, you know, high COVID still here, having to wear a mask every day. It's a lot. And um, I, I'm getting quiet right now because I'm just kind of really thinking like, I, it's a lot. And when you also deal with today, let me kind of go into what we're going to talk about today. So today I'm really wanting to highlight SEL books with anxiety and worry. So I, if you follow me on Instagram, I post a little bit about it, but I am officially diagnosed with anxiety and OCD. And I, you know, it's funny. I talked to my really good friend, Andrea from Bookish Burns. And I said, you know, should I be sharing all this? And I've been told by multiple people, like we enjoy how real you are on Instagram and we enjoy how you really put your heart out there. And it's really scary because I don't want anyone to think that you know, like I have this perfect life and nothing's wrong. And oh my gosh, you post all these amazing things and it's so wonderful. I don't want you to think that because while I do love my picture books and I do love all the things I talk about, like I also deal with mental health and a lot of our kids deal with mental health. 
And I will be honest, I grew up in a home where my parents are fantastic. They're wonderful, but mental health wasn't talked about. And I grew up Christian. I am still a Christian. And a lot of it's like, let's just pray through it. And well, that's wonderful. And I love that. I also believe in therapy and I did not start going to therapy. Actually, tomorrow will be three years and it is one of the best things that I've ever done for myself because I needed to be able to process these emotions. I remember, gosh, a couple of years ago, my mom would be like, Courtney, you are always worried. It's like, okay, you worry about this. And then now let's go worry about this. And at the time I thought, okay, well, yeah, I worry and you stop worrying, but I didn't realize now looking back, it's because I struggle with anxiety and OCD and I'm getting the help I need. And I'm so thankful. And I want to shout out to both of my therapists. They're amazing. And I, I laugh, I'm laughing in my head right now because I'm thinking about the books I'm going to be talking about and like, I'll text them and be like, Hey, you need this book for your clients who are kids. Cause it's really good. And I just read the candy dish. This that's not about anxiety, but I just read the candy dish by Kobe Yamada and I just had a therapy session. And so I think it's so important to have books in your home and have books in your classroom that talk about these things because A, sometimes they're uncomfortable. I'm getting quiet again because I'm going to be talking this month about um, grief and cancer books and having those conversations with our kids are super, super tough. And I know in my personal life, my mom has cancer and um, luckily, I mean, um, the word luckily and cancer should never go together, but she was diagnosed when I was a lot older. So I do have more coping skills to be able to deal and understand and process. But I will tell you when she was diagnosed three years ago, I went numb for two weeks. We found out two days before Christmas and... I literally went numb for two weeks. I had no feelings. No, I mean, I was just numb. I couldn't process it. I didn't cry. And like, I'm a crier. And it was really interesting to kind of process that, but I use picture books to process it. And I'm still using picture books to process because we're still in the fight. So the fight's getting fightier. So but, um, right, let me, I, I know I digress. So let me kind of go back to what we're going to be talking about today, but is books to talk about with anxiety. So I'm going to share some books and then I'm also going to kind of share how I talk about it with my kids. So my students this year are the loves of my life. Like they are the sweetest group. I love them so much. And they're quirky. Like we, we are a quirky group and there's a lot of feelings in my room and a lot of personality and a lot of things. And so I bring in picture books to kind of help my kids with their feelings. So I'm actually the behavioral teacher for my school. So I am the head of our we call it hashtag respect. So that's restorative practice, SEL. PBIS, 
I'm totally forgetting, oh, Calm Classroom and Trauma-Enforced Teaching. So I'm the head teacher for that. And it's so my jam. Like I'm all about the social emotional and like, let's all do the feelings. And so I love social emotional books and I laugh with my colleagues because I'm like, I should probably get some more funny books, but like I'm all about the feelings. So we're just going to go with it. So a lot of my books that I read my kids every day are about social emotional learning. And I, as all teachers and as all parents, we get to know our kids really well and we can kind of read them or know what topics they need to practice or focus on. And so I've noticed that my class really needs the anxiety and worry books to kind of help us process some of our feelings and our emotions. And so here's some books that I think are phenomenal. I'm laughing again because I totally make sounds for words. So every Saturday I go to Pete's Coffee by my house and I get the same order every Saturday, which is a chai tea latte, almond milk, no foam, extra hot. And they'll make it. And then they always put cinnamon on top, which I love. Shout out to Meg, you rock. And then I'll always, I always am like, can I have a... And they know that that little means can I have a stopper? I don't know why I can't just use the word stopper, but like, I don't know. But I digress, or as I tell my kids, I bird walk. So let's go back to talking about the picture books I think you need for your classroom in 2022 to talk about anxiety. Okay, so. This one came out, I think in 2019, maybe 2020. It all started, I mean, who knows what year it is, but it is called My Monster and Me and it's by Nadia Hussein. And she was on the British Bake Off, I believe. But this book is absolutely fantastic for any kid who deals with anxiety and worry. Like I'm so passionate about it because I read this book and I thought, oh my gosh, this is me and other people deal with anxiety and it's normal and I'm not weird and hold the phone, I need that book. So all the books that I talk about today will be down in the show notes and they are my Amazon affiliate link. I appreciate if you do shop them, it's no extra cost to you, but it does help me be able to get more books to review and share with you. So just my little gotta tell you. All right, the next book that I really love about anxiety and worry is Ruby Finds a Worry. And it is the Bright Big or the Big Bright Feelings books by Tom Percival, which by the way, he has a new one coming out, I believe in, oh my gosh, I think it's March and I'm gonna look it up because I'm that excited about it. Um, I think it's March and, okay, let's see how fast I can find it. Oh, yay. Oh, I was right. So March 22, and it's called Tilda Tries Again. So that one's going to be really great. Um, but this one, Ruby Finds a Worry, it's about anxiety, and it just really helps kids to kind of process that we all are worried and we all have stress, but like, how can we deal with it? And I think, I think one of the main reasons why I so love SEL is so much is because you can help your child process their feelings. 
I have a very dear friend of mine and her daughter is a like a love. I've known her before she was even born. And um, I was talking to her mom the other day and I said, I think she has a hard time processing her feelings because her mom will say something to her and it's not that big of a deal. And then the tears start. I said, I think maybe you know, having more conversations about feelings. And this is why mom said this, and this is what you can do. And so I think having those conversations can really open up such a world of acceptance. And because we want to teach our kids to accept themselves and whoever they are. And I think that's one way you can do it. All right. Another book, this is a newer one and I don't know a lot about it, but I saw it on Amazon and I was like, yeah, I need it. It's called what if I laugh because I say, what if like every day of my life, like, well, what if this happens? Well, what if this happens? And if you listen to last week's episode where I talk about, um, national days, I talk about my word for 2022 and I'm not going to tell you it now because I'm going to go listen to that episode, but what if, what if, what if? All right. Another really great book about worry and anxiety that I love. And many kids hate going to this place. I actually don't mind it that much. So I don't have as much of a connection to this, but then I think of places I don't like to go. And then I'm like, okay, I get it. The night before the dentist, great about like, it's okay. You're, it's okay to be worried, but it's going to be fine. Like, I need, like, I don't like to fly and I'm actually leaving, um, this month to go visit my best friend. And I'm already right now, I'm recording this in early January and I'm like, Oh, I'm already worried. So that's a great one for that. Another one that I love is called creature of habit. And while this one is not exactly about anxiety and worry, it's kind of like, if you are anxious and you are worried, you probably are a creature of habit because you feel safe and you're in the black and white and not the gray. So that one's really good. And then y'all, Todd Parr, I mean, his books are incredible. And the word, the book, Don't Worry book is phenomenal. It's really all I'm going to say about it. I love his illustrations. I love how they're cute, but like they get the point across. So I'm really into that book. And then the unicorn came to dinner. So, so good for anxiety. And then don't, do not, but don't it, don't it worry. That one's really good. And then the last three, and I have more, but really I'm just going to talk about these is an oldie, but a goodie called Wimberly Worried by Kevin Hinkis. And then Weasel is Worried. So good. I love the illustrations. And then the what ifs. Another really good book about what if. So those are my favorite for anxiety and uh, worry. I also, in my Amazon uh, store, I have a whole list of social emotional books that is definitely something I feel like you can check out and it will be so helpful. I mean, I am looking at it right now and it just goes over everything everything, like all the different social, emotional competencies and just, oh my gosh, this list is like so good. I, I'm going to tell you like Zoila's Elephant is one of my favorites for SEL, Chip and Curly, 
that one's really great because we live in a world where everybody wants to be famous and um yeah we do and we really have to teach our kids that like sometimes you're not going to be famous and sometimes somebody's going to be better at you in something and I think it's important that kids understand the word humble but then they also understand that they should be proud of themselves if they do really well with something and so there's always that fine line but I think that picture books are a great tool for parents and teachers to promote good conversations about all those competencies. In fact, I actually have a resource and it is in my Teachers Pay Teacher store, but if you're not a teacher, I'm going to be transitioning it into my blog where you can go and purchase it. But I spent hours one summer creating a list. I think it's like 45 picture books with questions you can ask your kids or students to help them just process who they are, process who other people are. So for example, I think like one of the books talks about um, anger. And so it's like, what does it look like for you to be angry? Or what does it look like for mom and dad to be angry? And just getting kids to talk. Now, that might not be a question you want to ask out loud about how does, you know, how, when mom and dad get angry, but like at home, that's a great question. Probably not so good in the classroom. Um, but I just want to end this episode with two things. So the first thing I want to do is I'm going to tell you a story. And then the second one, I just want to remind you the importance of SEL. So I am the third child in my family and I have a lot of feelings and a lot of emotions. Um, I don't know. My mother would be mortified that I just said, um, my podcast. Sorry, grammar goddess. But I, growing up, was very overweight. And I have an episode of my podcast where I interview Lisa Phipps, who is the author of Starfish. And it is probably of 2021, the best chapter book I have read. Front desk, you're coming in second, real close to that first one. But Starfish literally I read it in two days because it was the book that I needed as a kid. Here's why. And this goes back to picture books, I promise. So I was made fun of a lot as a kid because I was overweight and I wanted to fit in so badly. And I thought that I wanted to do this and I wanted to do this. And I, I thought, oh, well, I know those people are doing that for New Year's Eve, or I know they're doing that for Halloween. And I have had a lot of time to really reflect on that. And reading that book helped me process how I was feeling and how my feelings were valid and how that's not me anymore. I am now very different than I was as a kid. And I've been able to process my feelings and emotions differently through therapy and books and talking to my mom and, and D and very close friends. And so books have helped me be more confident in who I am. So with that said, you never know what book that you read with your kid is going to change their life. I would say right now, starfish, and Monster and Me 
and Zoila's Elephant are the three books in my social emotional journey for myself that have changed my life. Another book that I'm going to talk about probably in a couple weeks, but I'll just talk about it a little bit now is the book Maybe by Kobe Amata. He's getting a lot of shout outs today. Um, but this book is one that I had a little boy in my third grade class who rough, tough, like, you know, a boy, a, a, just, you know, you know, you know, and he, I read that book and he came up to me and he said, Miss Hinshaw, that book just changed my life. He is in third grade and he knew that that book changed his life. He's now in fifth grade and I'm going to read it on the day we go back and I'm going to bring it to his teacher because he's a different, I'm not his fifth grade teacher this year. And I'm going to say, you need to read this book because it changed so-and-so's life in third grade. And I want to see if it still does, or I want to see like what new revelations happen, but you never know what book is going to change the life of you, of your child, of your student. So with that said, Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Confetti Moments. I have had a pleasure being here today with you. And I just ask that you send a review and share this podcast out in your community because I have some really awesome guests that I've had in the past, like Pete Oswald with the Smart Cookie. And I've had Drew DeWalt of The Day the Crayons Quit and just so many great authors like Lisa, which I already talked about, and they deserve to be heard because their episodes and interviews with me are life-changing. So have a really great Monday. I will be back next week with a very special episode of my life story, and I'm excited about that. And I will be actually putting a question box on my Instagram coming up this week so that when I record it, I have some questions that you've asked. So have a great Monday and as always, open the magic. Hi, I just wanted to pop on and add something to this amazing episode about anxiety and worry. I want to tell you that I teach in a district that embodies social emotional learning. In fact, we have this new platform that we're using called Respect. And I know I talk about it earlier in my episode and it is, I'm so thankful that I work in a district that sees mental health is important and it values it. And we're getting more parents on board. We're getting more kids on board. And I think change is happening and that's making me really happy. So, all right. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I can't wait to open the magic with you next time. Hey teachers. How are you? I am just so thankful that you have been listening to the Confetti Moments podcast. It is something that I love to do. I love to share my love of picture books and books and the love of teachers with all of you. And you know what I would love as well is, hey, why don't you share this podcast with another friend to spread the magic with them and leave a comment. Let teachers know, what do you love about this podcast? What do you want me to share more of? I would love to hear from you. All you have to do is go on to wherever you listen to your podcasts and leave a review. Thanks so much. And as always, open the magic.
Thank you so much for tuning into the Confetti Moments podcast. I hope each story or tip you heard today brings the love of reading into your heart. Take this confetti and sprinkle it all over the children in your classroom or home. See you back here next Monday to open the magic.